Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, January 2nd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Square will be moving into the old post-dispatch building in the next year. The group behind the renovation is hoping to attract even more jobs to that area with a downtown innovation district. We wouldn't really be having the conversation if we didn't have the building and Square as an anchor with 1,200 jobs. And what we really see the now innovation district is the Midwest home for established companies to come to St. Louis. We examine how the plans could breathe life into downtown. First, the headlines. This is the second day of recreational cannabis sales in Illinois. It is now the 11th state where an adult can legally buy marijuana. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports eager customers yesterday waited for hours outside one dispensary in the Metro East. Dispensary operators estimate more than 1,000 people had lined up outside Illinois Supply and Provisions by the time its doors opened at 7 a.m., Some had been in line outside the Collinsville dispensary for nearly 16 hours. Laura Foster came from Missouri and says she's excited to purchase marijuana that's regulated. Just being able to come in and get what I want without worry of being ripped off, not knowing what you're getting, takes away all the anxiety. Missouri adults can buy recreational marijuana in Illinois, but it's illegal to bring it across state lines. Under Illinois state law, medical marijuana patients have priority at dispensaries. Reporting from Collinsville, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. A group appointed by Governor Mike Parson wants state and federal governments to help strengthen Missouri's levy system. The Flood Recovery Advisory Working Group has released recommendations. They include state and federal support for levy district projects. Missouri Department of Natural Resources Acting Director Drew Button says the group tried to address areas that suffer repeated damage. Based on you know what we've seen in these large floods, whether it's 2011 or 1993 or this past year, you know where are we seeing those problem areas? The advisory group of regulators, farmers, and navigation industry representatives plans to release a final report in May. Washington University's Institute for School Partnership is trying to change the way educators and students approach mathematics. More on that from St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney. Math 314 is training teachers to have math conversations with their students so they're more excited about the material. Math instructional specialist Jeff Kennedy says they don't want students to simply memorize equations. It's creating authentic experiences for students to really engage deeply in their own ideas around mathematics and not their teachers' ideas around how problems should be solved. Mastery of math is low and stagnant in Missouri and around the country. Fewer than half of fourth graders tested proficient in math last year. Math 314 is now available to schools throughout the St. Louis region after a two-year pilot program. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. A baseball legend with a St. Louis connection has died. Don Larson pitched the only perfect game in World Series history with the New York Yankees. That was in 1956. But he broke into the big leagues in 1953 with the old St. Louis Browns, one year before the team moved to Baltimore. Don Larson was 90. 
The new owners of the former St. Louis Post-Dispatch building have big plans for that part of downtown. They are using Square's upcoming move to the building as a catalyst for attracting more companies to a new innovation district. I spoke with the Starwood Group managing partner, John Berglund, about the spark behind the now, or north of Washington, innovation district. It really started with the purchase of the Post-Dispatch building and recognizing that if we were serious about the area, it had to be more than one building. Where do plans stand now? I know some paperwork's been filed with the state. What are the next steps? So the building is vacant now. We're under heavy construction, demolition, and all that. We expect that Square will be able to move in from Cortex in about a year, uh, somewhere around late winter, early 2021, about 15 months away. We wouldn't really be having the conversation if we didn't have the building and and Square as an anchor with 1,200 jobs. And what we really see the Now Innovation District is the Midwest home for established companies to come to St. Louis. And maybe not just established companies because we have T-Rex and they're more on the innovation side. And so the idea is uh, as companies come out of T-Rex, where can they go? That's been a real issue with flexibility with rents and affordability. And so it's like, well, you don't have to go anywhere. You can stay right here. Do you see this district as filling a need for St. Louis? Absolutely. I mean, I think what Cortex has demonstrated is you go around there, there's a great vibe, and you don't really have to give anything up. And I think what Cortex is doing in terms of innovation and bringing companies in is terrific. The one thing that we would like to communicate is you don't have to give up on innovation and still have that here. And so there was an article in the New York Times, J.P. Morgan is moving a bunch of their uh, offices out of Manhattan. And they they listed like three cities, like Plano, Texas, and uh, somewhere in Ohio. And St. Louis was not on that list. And that's what we want to change. We want to say that for the companies that are finding great value in the Midwest, St. Louis is a great choice. What are you seeing as some of the other challenges for St. Louis to get on those lists? It can't just be that we're a great value. It has to fit. What we want to really do is to say what companies have a business reason to be in St. Louis. If you take a look at healthcare, we are as big in terms of buying power with Philadelphia and Cleveland combined. So if you look at what type of a business would want to be here and take advantage of that, we need to get that story out. Back to the Innovation District, Mm -hmm. what exactly are the boundaries or is that still being worked out? Basically, it is north of Washington. It runs out to 14th Street, up to Cole, and then down past the convention center. It's a fairly compact area that's being defined now. And to be honest, I would say those boundaries are pretty porous because how can you talk about north of Washington without talking about the businesses and all that on the south side of the street, too? This is something that you think could breathe life into downtown? Without a doubt. I mean, I remember when uh, Cortex was one building. It was the Center for Emerging Technology, and it was uh, really the four institutions of Washington University, SLU, UMSOL, and uh, BJC getting together to really improve that area and, and seeing that opportunity. But it took 20 years to do it, or you know, 15 to 20 years, and they've had successes along the way, and I, it seems to be uh, just this great story. And so I'm, I'm going to be a you know, shamelessly steal some ideas from what they've done and what's worked, because we think that we can do our own version of that without directly competing with them. Have other companies shown interest since the Square announcement? Can't really talk about that. What I would say is we're looking hard and, 
nothing firm yet, but we we have started some conversations. And you know, I mean, I would love it to have somebody who lives out in Chesterfield or St. Charles come downtown. But ultimately, we are about bringing jobs to the region who are not here currently. That was my conversation with the Starwood Group managing partner, John Berglund, about the status of the old Post-Dispatch building and plans for a new innovation district downtown. Our Maria Altman edited that piece. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.